Duma Beach, Part 2. Malavika sobbed uncontrollably as Sushant and Rima carried her to the van. The vehicle was parked in an empty plot of land located across the road, opposite to the beach. Occasionally, she would stop crying to utter words that clearly made no sense to her carers. The man digging for the fingers, the cursed beach, the elder ones, she rambled. Sushant and Rima were confounded by Malavika's utterances. After helping Malavika into the back of the van, Sushant gave her a mouthful of mineral water before asking her to recount what had occurred on the far end of the beach. Malavika, who had managed to compose herself with a great deal of effort, told them the strange details of her encounter with the blind man digging for fingers on the beach. There are some super creepy people around, Rima offered, as soon as Malavika was done telling her tale. I can't imagine that man was actually digging up fingers. Maybe he tricked you, she said. Sushant shot Rima a stern look, which conveyed the notion that he wanted her to keep her mouth shut. He then turned back to Malavika and said, Why don't you rest up, darling? Rima will wait with you here while I go and grab some lunch. I'm sure getting some warm food in your belly will help you settle your nerves. Malavika nodded, her face still wet with tears. But you believe me, right? Malavika blurted. Sushant nodded hesitantly. He then pulled down the middle and back seat of the van to create a makeshift bed. He covered it with a white bedsheet and asked Malavika to lay on it. Before he left to get lunch, he said to Rima, Keep an eye on her. And do me a favour, don't engage with her. She seems really frightened. Rima scoffed and rolled her eyes before climbing into the front passenger seat. As promised, Rima did not exchange a single word with Malavika after Sushant left. Malavika looked out of one of the side windows at the blue sky which looked so innocent compared to the history conjured by the blind man. She willed her body to forget the whole experience and counted backwards from 200 to untangle the fear that had gripped her heart. The fear was soon replaced by awkwardness. The woman in the front seat, thumbing her mobile phone, could be having an affair with her partner. Rima had now seen Malavika in a vulnerable state. Surely, she would now dissuade Sushant from continuing a relationship with a weakling, a poor, frightful girl who was reduced to hysterics by the antics of a jabbering blind old man at a beach. Rima could now certainly make a case that she was the strong woman Sushant would warn by his side to go on his adventures. Malavika knew what transpired at the beach was not a figment of her imagination. Would Sushant believe her though? Would anyone believe her? Sushant came back with some street food takeaway bags. Malavika set aside her apprehensions and awkwardness 
to have some lunch. Maybe she was running on empty and it was affecting her judgment. Sushant looked at Malavika worriedly and stroked her shoulder as they enjoyed the meal. Rima did not look in Malavika's direction as they sat in a circle devouring the snacks. After lunch, Sushant suggested watching a recent Bollywood comedy hit on his laptop to liven up the mood. There was general agreement amongst the group that this was a fantastic idea. They ate fried and salted peas and potato chips and shared a coke from the same bottle as they enjoyed a slapstick flick about a man struggling to maintain his romantic relationships with three women. Some of the moments in the movie struck too close to home and Malavika let out a few awkward laughs to cover up the discomfort she felt. Occasionally, the wretched image of the strange man holding up the decayed fingers would intrude her thoughts, but Malavika would refocus her attention back to the movie to forget the event. Midway through the movie, Malavika needed a toilet break, so they paused the CD while she walked over to the nearby public toilets. When she came back, Rima spoke up. So, I'm assuming we are still sneaking down to the beach after 7pm? Sushant looked at Malavika expectantly. No, I don't want to after what happened. Malavika said without any hesitation. What? Rima said in a frustrated tone. You just saw some old creep and got scared because of his weird antics. It's not like you saw any ghosts or got chased by ghouls. It's not that, Malavika said in a defensive tone. I have been having these strange dreams for an year now. And the incident this afternoon confirms my belief that something truly terrible is going to happen to us down at the beach. But we came all this way, darling. Sushant interjected. No, I don't want us to go anywhere near that beach. I know the man I spoke to was a bit strange, but there was some truth to his observations. Malavika insisted. Rima remarked with an incredulous look on her face. Anger burned through Malavika. She drew on all her mental strength to stop herself from unleashing her fury on the woman. Maybe Rima and I can go, and you can wait for us, Sushant offered. A wave of disappointment washed over Malavika. Sushant, Malavika uttered in a defeated tone. You know how long I have waited to come to one of the most haunted spots in India. It would be a shame, Sushant began saying. I don't want you and Rima to go. Is that clear? The matter is settled, Malavika shouted. There is no need to be hysterical, Sushant said, raising his voice. I want to go home, Malavika said. You know I don't like driving at night, Sushant said. Oh God, why did I sign up for this? Malavika said, looking up at the roof of the van and slamming her hands on the seat. Rima exited the vehicle, muttering something under her breath. Please don't leave me. And please, for the love of God, don't go to the beach. Malavika said once Rima was far from their earshot. Sushant sighed and placed a hand on Malavika's shoulder and said, 
Okay, we will go first thing in the morning. Till then, we will just hang out and sleep in the van. I promise, we won't go to the beach. But you must rest now. I can still see the stress from this afternoon's events written all over your face. In that moment, Malavika saw in Sushant the man she had fallen in love with. The man who watched the rain with her on their balcony. The man she made love to under an avalanche of blankets on winter nights. The man who loved buying her expensive Swiss chocolates. The man who ran from pillar to post to try and save her father's life. The man whose shoulders she wept on as her father burned to ashes. A feeling that everything was going to be all right replaced the trepidation that was gnawing at her insides. Sushant had supported her. He had taken her side. He was willing to be there for her. She felt a surge of romantic love towards him. She felt the pangs of suspicion being dulled by his kind words and his willingness to scorn Rima. She decided to listen to his advice and fell asleep on the back seat of the van. As she dreamed in the back seat of the van, Malavika relived the exact sequence of events that had transpired before her father passed away. The hours they spent outside various hospitals, which had run out of COVID wards and ICU beds. Her father's body slumped across the back seat of a rickshaw, his laboured breathing barely registering in the rise and fall of his chest. Sushant, meanwhile, had waited in line for hours for oxygen supply in front of a pop-up black market joint. When her father's breathing became ragged, she sought the help of some Sikh medical volunteers who set up a mobile oxygen dispenser for her wheezing father. But his condition worsened. When all hope was lost, Sushant arrived with an oxygen cylinder and access to a bed in a private hospital which asked for double the usual admittance fee. Malavika sold all her jewellery to make it happen. She was sitting beside her father in a face mask, gently stroking his leg. An agglomeration of tubes and sensors covered his sick body. A call arrived from Sushant, offering her words of support. Even though he couldn't be in the ward with her due to hospital regulations, his voice gave her strength. Two minutes into that conversation, her father would pass away. But in the dream, things turned out different. He continued to breathe as Malavika told Sushant how much she loved him. She thanked him for everything he had done for her. Thanks to you, my father has found a bed, she said to him. Her next words to Sushant was interrupted by a crunching sound.
She noticed that on the other side of the bed, her father's hand had slid off the edge and was hanging loose over the tiled floor. She apologized and hung up on Sushant. She then walked around the bed to put the hand back on its original resting place. As she turned the corner, a horrifying sight greeted her eyes. The man in the expensive suit, who had frightened her at the beach, was squatting underneath her father's bed. He was still wearing his expensive Italian suit. His glasses were missing, and the gaping wounds which had replaced his eyes radiated animosity. Its stomach-churning appearance filled her with disgust. She soon realized that the man was producing the crunching noise. The wretched creature was biting into her father's fingers and tearing out chunks of bloody flesh with his gore-flecked teeth. He grinned and let go of the fingers. They don't need the fingers, you know, he said maliciously. Malavika let out an ear-splitting scream as she emerged from her nightmare-ridden sleep. The interior of the van was silent and filled with shadows. Night had fallen outside. Where is Sushant and Rima? she wondered. Her immediate thought was that they were having a yarn outside the vehicle. But when she stepped out of the van, they were nowhere to be seen. Instead, she was greeted by the chirping of insects and the sound of the occasional vehicle traversing the main road. Only the sliver of an anemic moon offered some light on this darkest of nights. They must have gone to get some dinner, her mind offered. It was just after 7pm, according to her phone. She switched on the mobile's torch and walked around the vehicle and looked across the main road, beyond which lay the haunted beach. She could hear the waves crashing despondently in the distance. Where are you, Sushant? She muttered. She scanned to the right and spotted Sushant and Rima entering a patch of woods that led to the beach. She had noticed its ominous presence in the morning and did not see anyone taking that route to stroll down to the beach. She couldn't imagine anyone wanting to go down that path, especially at night. Unless they were thinking of. Her blood boiled in her veins. Sushant had promised to be by her side. There could only be one reason why they were entering the wooded spot. To get intimate to engage in carnal acts far away from her prying gaze. The hot agony of jealousy and anger took control of her body like a puppet master. The sensation of fear conjured by the strange events that morning dissipated and was replaced by blinding rage. She was going to catch them in the act. She raced across the car park and the road. The light from the mobile guided her into the woods.
the silhouettes of the trees were dark sketches. The wind moaned and rustled leaves as it snaked through the foliage, seeking sinful pleasures. Birds of unknown taxonomy hooted and trilled in the trees, inviting Malavika deeper into the murky patch of woods. The frightful surroundings registered in Malavika's mind, but her focus was on the two distant figures parting the vegetation and making their way down towards the beach. As Malavika proceeded with purpose, she noticed how the earth was gathered in mounds in places. Earth piled into the shapes of capsules as long as a human body. An eerie green fog rose from these heaped piles of soil, like smoke coiling up from the tips of agarbathis. Its malign appearance topped the other frightful aspects offered up by the ominous night. Something moaned in the distance, and a tree shivered as if in anticipation. It sent a chill down Malavika's spine. She halted for a few seconds to see if anyone was following her. The anger she felt towards Rima and Sushant, the rage that had driven her through the dreaded path, had started to dim now. Regret and fear bored into her being. She whimpered as she raced the mobile and lit the surroundings with its harsh beam. Rows upon rows of graves exhaled green mist and filled her with pure terror. Sushant had pointed to the woods as they drove past earlier that day. He said that the small cemetery was the sole evidence that once this whole area may have been used as a crematorium. Malavika looked ahead at the two forms in the distance. They were yet to notice her. They seemed to be arguing or discussing something animatedly. Sushant's right arm was planted across Rima's upper back in a loving manner. Fucking bastard, Malavika said. Fury overpowered her fear response again. She stormed across the funereal landscape, batting aside tree limbs that barred her path and snapping twigs that slowed her progress in half. It occurred to her that she may be trampling the resting places of long-dead souls who lay interred in the old graveyard. But she didn't care. Her palms itched and she fantasized about slapping Sushant and Rima with all the strength she could muster. She noticed tendrils of the green smoke swirling and snaking through the air like phantom fingers. It had followed her from the graveyard. She peered ahead and for the first time she noticed that the emerald smoke was also trailing Sushant and Rima. In fact, it had climbed up their backs like incorporeal insects. Like a spider that had snuck up on its prey and was waiting for the most opportune moment to plunge its fangs into their soft flesh. Malavika picked up her pace. 
Before long, her quarries exited the woods. As Malavika neared the tree line that formed the final barrier to the beach, she could see Rima and Sushant arguing about something. Rima had both her hands on Sushant's shoulder, and she was trying to convince him about the merits of a certain course of action. Sushant, meanwhile, was shaking his head vigorously. Rima then hugged Sushant tightly, and he froze in response, his face clearly showing signs of distress. Damn it, Malavika thought. Time to end the charade. Malavika's furious steps churned up the sand as she approached the bewildered pair. The sea waves assaulted the beach noisily, as if it was echoing the rage in Malavika's heart. A thin silver spread of moonlight fell on its restless waters, providing limited insights into the terrors that lurked beneath the surface. Before Malavika could open her mouth to shower verbal abuse on the two absconders, Rima turned towards Sushant and said, We have no choice, Sushant. This is the only way. Sushant looked at his feet guiltily for a second, before nodding vigorously. You lying cheats! Malavika unleashed on her boyfriend, and his best friend turned lover. When the two faced off against Malavika, she finally noticed a curious detail. A faint green glow in their eyes. Rima and Sushant sprang at her, surprising her with their speed and ferocity. A disturbingly wide smile was plastered across their face. They latched onto her thin arms with her iron grip and dragged her towards the churning waters of the angry sea. Malavika screamed for help and fought against their efforts. She dug both her feet into the sand to give her a stable anchor. But Rima and Sushant won the tug of war thanks to their unnatural strength. They pulled her towards the hungry maw of the roaring sea that seemed to be unceasingly demanding a nightly feast. Help! Help! Malavika shouted as she scratched at both of her captors. Not even the police visited the haunted beach after clearing out the few stragglers at 6pm. Malavika's cries echoed across the deserted beach and were swallowed whole by the sonorous waves crashing against the rock and sand. Rima and Sushant, whose eyes radiated hatred, were not bothered by Malavika's acts of aggression. They snarled like wild beasts as they pulled her struggling form into the waves. Why? Why are you doing this? 
Why did you betray me, Sushant? Malavika said tearfully. For a brief moment, the Maleficent green tinge dwindled into small emerald dots at the center of Sushant's pupils. But then Rima spoke up. She will not let us be together, Sushant. She roared over the sound of the crashing waves. <coughs> Malavika looked at Sushant pleadingly. She prayed for him to wake up from his cursed possession. Around her and along the stretch of beach, the green fog had banked up and created a medium for a spectral show. Swirling forms, reminiscent of the elderly, screamed as unseen hands dragged them into the sea. The evil luminescence flared in Sushant's eyes, and he joined his strength to Rima's efforts to drive Malavika's face into the frigid seawater. Thanks for listening to Indian Noir. Click the follow button on your Spotify app or Spotify desktop software. You can also take a sneak peek at how the show is produced and my life and my interests via my social media channels. I am at Indian Noir on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs>